Hello, welcome to the Others podcast. This is a weekly podcast talking all things Pharrell, NERD, the Neptunes, BBC, ice cream and much, much more. I'm your host, Stephen Penny from Helsinki, Finland. Joining me from the other side of the pond, all the way from New York, is the man. You already know who it is. It's King of Creams, man. David Travis, what's going on? New York is on the map. It's been on the map a while, I think. Yeah, we, 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 uh, we, we almost run the world. Not yet, but I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. You reckon? Sl- slowly, maybe. But. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on over here now, but we're getting there. So <laughs> We won't get into politics on this podcast. Yeah, no, we don't want to get killed. <laughs> no. But yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, this is our new podcast, The Others Podcast, where we'll be talking all things Neptunes, Pharrell, BBC Ice Cream, all that stuff that you probably see from us on Instagram. If you're listening to this, you probably follow us already, probably know a little bit about what we're talking about. But we're going to get into it on a hopefully weekly basis, slowly yeah, working our way through all of the videos and discussing all of the popular culture, the fashion, the music, the, the everything, basically. It's going to be something I think that we need, man. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of newness coming out. There's a lot of people that really don't, you know, if, they, if they're just coming on right now, they really don't understand where this came from. So I'm actually happy to be doing this because I get so many direct messages about shoes and fashion and culture, and I think that this has probably never been done on the, on the basis of, you know, we're not really associated, but we're not like fans, but we're very knowledgeable. So I think this is something that's going to kind of just almost give the push of, of where, you know, where, where we are right now and, and kind of coming back to, you know, the newness of the brand. So, you know, I got to thank you for uh, starting this up. Just so you know, Penny, this is, this is all you, man. So This is all me, but I'm solely and wholly relying on you to be the one that schools people. Yeah, let's do it, man. You I got a lot of friends. To questions and, yeah. Got a lot of knowledge, man. This is, uh, this is like almost 15 years of just, you know, hardcore collecting. So, um, and... I'm one of the few like you that is still around, that is still doing it, and that was not only alive and seeing it, but old enough to understand, you know, what was going on. You know, by the time, you know, all of the the Neptune stuff, you know, and and the BBC, I was already in my 20s, so I can totally understand that. A lot of the people today have, you know, they were just growing up a little bit younger, so they couldn't really afford, well, I couldn't afford it then either, or they couldn't really understand what was going on. But I was already full-fledged college, you know, fronting in my room trying to be Pharrell already so and obviously those people out there listening to the podcast they can't see the video like I can but David is busting some moves there as he uh, as he talks <laughs> you know so gotta, you gotta get your Pharrell on <laughs> but um yeah so I'm, I'm happy to be doing this I'm happy to be here man and, and, and let's keep this going man yeah for sure so let's, let's talk a little bit about the podcast as I say it's hopefully be a, a weekly thing or at least a semi-regular thing um People out there, you know, I think both myself and and you, David, we get lots of like questions and queries and stuff thrown our way in terms of um, all the BBC ice cream stuff, the the Neptune stuff. So this is kind of a a forum and a platform to answer some of those. So people out there, if you've got questions, if you've got queries, if you've got topics that you'd like us to talk about or specific things, then uh, do get in touch and we'll... We'll uh, give you all the contact details later on to right. send us messages and whatnot. But, um, yes, yeah, so let's talk about this podcast a little bit and kind of where it's come from. Um, as I say, a lot of it kind of stems from that kind of uh, love of the Neptunes and NERD and the, the kind of fashion and the culture and all that stuff around it. Um, but I also listen to a few other podcasts that kind of deep dive into some of these areas. So uh, a popular one at the moment is Dissect. Mm-hmm. which I think in its first season looked at um, one of the Kendrick Lamar albums, is currently uh, looking at, just finished, um, looking at a Kanye West album and kind of deep dives into the production and the lyrics and stuff. I don't think we'll deep dive that much, but that was kind of one of the, the influences. It was just, it's an outlet to kind of discuss these things right. properly with somebody as opposed to our usual conversations via iMessage or instagram messages and stuff like that somewhere we can actually have an outlet to to talk about these things i'm i'm so happy that we're doing this man you have not like i'm for real happy no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) and i think like 
you'll probably attest to this as well. Like whenever we post something new about what's going on in terms of the music or the fashion or whatever, we get loads of interests and, and loads of questions and tons. And then the same as well when like we post stuff about classics from 10, 15 years ago, whether it's the music or the fashion or whatever, loads of questions. So this is going to be a great kind of outlet to, to kind of collate some of those and discuss some of those and, and go through it and hopefully give some people some information and some knowledge and also bring people in as well. Um, a lot of people have been really interested in joining us as guests. So looking forward to getting the whole kind of community involved. You know, it's, it's one of those things where when I was, you know, in the early, early stages, I'm not sure how long you've been following me, but in the early, early stages, um, I actually had another Instagram and I was just doing this as a hobby. You know, it was just, let me put some sneakers up. But as I got more into it, I really saw that, you know, it wasn't just a collection. It was almost like preserving history. And that is really what just got it going. And and one of the things um, I'm just going to touch upon real quick is that um, when I was collecting Jordans, you know, what got me out of that was first it was being unique and the, you know, the exclusivity about it. But that clearly went away and you know it just opened up a a realm of just the wrong you know the wrong people and just they they just when i walked out of a supermarket and i saw my grandmother with a pair of jordans i was like all right i'm done you know that's it you know how many times can you kind of release the same shoe over and over and i think that's why i kind of stick with the ice cream you know bbc brand is that everything is exclusive yeah they might come out with a couple t-shirts and sometimes and you know redo a pattern over but you know you had a season zero shirt you know, it's that season zero. Everyone can tell the difference between that and and and, and what's kind of happening now, and and that's what's kind of kept me in the game with ice cream. So I just really wanted to kind of just clarify that because, you know, if they started, oh, you know, bringing back the same things, it, it, it kind of loses that. And I know it's been going for ten years, but it's still here. If that makes sense. So you know, that's that's really what kept me going with ice cream, man. And um, a lot of the times you hear those stories from people that are. More so, you know, our age has kind of been doing it for a long time. Um, but I think I think a lot of questions are going to get answered here. Uh, I think a lot of ideas are going to come up here. So I'm, I'm definitely ready to go. Yeah, and kind of similar thoughts and feelings here, really. There was a there was a period a few years back where some of the patterns were getting reused and some of it was a little bit samey to some of the older stuff. But mm-hmm. there's been a resurgence the last, I don't know, oh, yeah. two, three years. And especially because the way the the company is now set up with its individual kind of designers and locations and the different sort of flagship stores. But we'll get into that a bit more later on, I think. Um, Very quickly, do you remember how we first actually met? um, Well, met isn't the right word, but... I was going to say online friends, but that sounds a bit weird. It's funny. um, The only reason I knew... Where you, you know your you, where your country it was was straight up pitbull. I don't know anybody from Helsinki at all. I didn't even know it was a it was a real deal town. That's the only reason how I knew it. And I guess that kind of like you had a lot of BBC stuff. I'm not gonna lie, like wow, anybody that 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 kind of was with the realm of BBC, I wanted to follow. I wanted to stick with that. But I think you may have sold me a pair of sneakers back in the yeah. day. That's right, yeah, yeah. I know you're fronting a bit because I know you actually do know the story because we're, we're yeah. re-recording this. But <laughs> I'm just trying to play it out for the listeners. But yeah, I think like a few years back, I think I followed you anyway because you were uh, obviously you had the collection of ice creams and everything, and I followed you anyway. And I think I picked up a a pair of board flips. I don't know which ones they were. You'd be able yeah, to board flip two, the crazy yeah. weirdo colors: the blue, yellow, purple, green, black, yeah, orange, neon brown. That's it. I picked up a pair here and. Thought, nah, I'll probably never get around to wearing them, but I thought I might know somebody who might want to buy them. So I think yeah, I, I reached out and you were like, oh yeah, yeah cool, I'll, I'll take them off of you. And I sent them over, and I think the postage cost me more than what the actual shoes were. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, but I knew they were going to a good home, so I, I didn't mind so much. Listen, I still got them. I haven't worn them. You can, I'll send them back as my gift for doing this uh, I think podcast. That, that, you haven't worn them like probably ninety nine percent of what you've got. You probably haven't worn, have you? Yeah, no. It's it's oh that can be a the ice cream sneakers alone. I can spend a whole podcast just talking about one particular 
shoot, the negatives, the, the cons, the, 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 the style, it just, that could be a whole nother um, operation, man. We, 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 we can get crazy. there one day, don't worry. Oh, we will. 100%, yeah. man. Wait, so let me, ask, let me ask you a question. Go on. Um, how did you get into the whole BBC thing? I'm not going to lie. That's something I always want to ask you. And I know you've always been associated with it, but how did you first get into it? Like, what drew you? Was it a song? Was it a, a album? Like, what was yeah, it? Yeah, so it, as opposed to, like, it starting with the BBC stuff, it started with the music in itself. Mm. So um, many, many, many years ago, when In, when in Search Of came out, um, I was dating somebody at the time who... Um, they actually, I hadn't really heard of In Search of. I knew of the Neptunes and obviously knew some of their songs that had come out kind of early, to, late 90s, early 2000s and stuff and knew those kind of big hits and I was kind of quite into hip hop. But um, my then girlfriend went to our local HMV, bought some CDs and a sale and it was like, I don't know, buy five for, I don't know, 20 pounds or 25 pounds or something. And one that she came back with was In Search of and she listened to it and didn't like it. Mm. Um, and mm. I came over one day and she said oh, I've got this CD I don't really like it you might want to give it a listen and on the front cover it said you know produced by the Neptunes and I was like oh shit that's the Neptunes that have been making all those bangers you know uh-huh. so I need to give this a listen and then I kind of started to obviously look into who NERD were and what In Search Of was all about um, and I was hooked immediately I must have like spun that CD like 10 times that day or something. I want to say that that's most of the story that I hear from everyone. That album was very powerful. Very. Massively, massively. And that album, like, I still play it every day to this day. And we're 15 odd years on now, aren't we? Let me ask you, what's your favorite song on there? Hmm. I don't know if I could pick one, if I'm honest. Oof. I always, like... Bobby James is always a good one. Run to the Sun. Uh, I, I don't know. I, could, I can sit there and I can listen to that album back to back like multiple yeah. times. Even right now, I could go put it on and just and listen to it. And uh, something I really love about the album is obviously one, it's brilliantly like produced and, and everything. But but two, even to this day, like fifteen odd years later or whatever we are, it still sounds like a fresh album. Oh, it does. And like um, some of those, some people that follow me may may have seen in the past. I did an interview with uh, with Brent Paschke, who's Pharrell's guitarist, and mm-hmm. who's in Spy Mob, and who plays guitar on the album and stuff. And they murdered that album, by the way. They they yeah. did a great job on that. And shout out Brent. Hopefully, we're going to get him on here again on here soon with us. Um, but people that follow what's going on will appreciate he's a little bit busy at the moment with some stuff that's up and coming. But he's, uh, he's, he said he's definitely coming on, so I will reach out to him again soon. But I was saying to Brent, awesome. um, like even now, like all these years on, you still hear songs from the album being used on adverts and on TV breaks and on the radio and stuff like that. And if you yep. released any of, well, not any, but most of those songs now as singles, they would still do well. They would still get airplay. They would still get... I think that... That is probably the the most truthful thing I've heard in a long time. I never really thought of it, you know, that way. But if you dropped, you know, one of the songs from today and put it on the radio, I think I think you're hundred percent right. It's not dated. They don't have that sound where it's like, oh wow, you know, you hear an eighty song, you know it's eighty. You hear seventy song, you know it's seventy. You hear that, that's almost timeless, you know. That's actually a great point, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and even even the kind of more commercial ones like Rockstar and Lap Dance and stuff. Great songs in themselves, but they still they still sound good now, and they're the ones you still hear as adverts and things. And so it's still it getting is. that recognition, it's still getting that play, and I think that's helped in the last couple of years as well with this kind of resurgence of BBC Ice Cream, all the stuff that Pharrell works on the last kind of few years and stuff. Yep. That's all kind of helped. It's all been running and ticking over in the background as well, and people that are new to the whole scene, they get introduced to in search of. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like an album from 15 years ago. It still sounds nope. fresh. So it sucks them in even more. It's crazy. Um, you know, um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but I do own a DJ business. That's what I do full time. And there are songs that I can play today 
from, you know, NERD, whether it be, you know, uh, Rockstar or even She Wants to Move, where you drop at parties and people still go crazy. You know, you drop at a party. Um, I know it's not off the search of album, but She Wants to Move, you drop that at a party sometimes. Oh, uh, when did this song come out? It's like little do you know how long this song has already been out. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, wow, wait, wait, this is song. How old is this song again? So I totally understand what you're saying with that. And and that's one of the things that keeps us going, too. You know, we're still able to do this years later. And, you know, they've kind of moved on to a different sound, but we're still talking about it. And it, it, it kind of has a it kind of has an impact in history. So, you know, we're part of it. And we're going to stay. Yeah, here. for sure. And I think on a personal level as well, like these albums, especially in search of has a lot of kind of memories associated to it oh, for, for 100%. me um, you know I've kind of lived all around the world I mean I'm obviously from the UK originally and I lived in Australia and I back to the UK now I'm here in Finland and in in all these kind of chapters of my life life over the last 15 odd years I can kind of pinpoint stuff listening through that album stuff that's mm-hmm. happened feelings or whatever yeah, you can it may have be. one song take you back to one moment you know, so when I hear Run to the Sun, it takes me back to when I first started DJing. You know, when I hear Laugh About It, it takes me back, you know, where we used to hang out in parking lots and just be going crazy, you know. When I hear Rockstar, it reminds me of the time where, you know, we, we, uh, we robbed that bank that one time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the part I should edit out of the podcast afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put that in there. But yeah, the, the music is kind of what got me started in the scene and then from the NERD stuff learning about you know the Neptunes themselves and learning about the whole kind of production of everything and being more interested and involved in music production and um, and then following on from there basically and like I think I've seen I, I become a, a fan sort of back in the day then but since then I sort of followed Pharrell quite closely in anything that he's kind of involved in and up until a few years back, I think I'd seen every like London gig he'd done. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen him live, I think it's like 13 times I'm at now, maybe 14. Wow. So, you know, I used to travel up to London a lot, go and see him there. Um, I think I've seen him abroad somewhere else as well. I can't remember where. But um, yeah, I'd always get to the gigs and follow him closely. And that's kind of what led on into the kind of BBC stuff because, you know, he started to... You know, obviously he was rocking the Bape stuff and oh, yeah. Bape got oh, that, yeah. you know, really hype. That really kicked Bape onto a next level. Um, so, you know, I was there copping the Bapesters and I've got a few Bape tees and hoodies and stuff here still from back in the day. I got to tell you, not even with music, but like that whole scene with just fashion and not even just, I can't even think of the word. Okay, so like now, you know, when I want to get a shoe or a babe shoe, I can just go right online and get it. But see, back then, you actually had to go down there and, you know, you actually had to be a part of it and, like, fronting and stuff was on the radio and people were actually wearing it. That was all... That that will never, ever erase out of my mind. Like, now it's a little different, you know. People are buying shoes, people are getting stabbed just for the hype about knowing nothing about it. You know, when you had a piece of, you know article of, of the babe clothing or or ice cream you were looked at as a weirdo you know it was like wow like now you have it just because it's cool to have but back then the only reason why you had it is because you like the music you like the fashion and that's it and you can't ever replace that and even with the kids coming up today and i hate to sound like this it's not like a grandfather but those times were just we were a part of that you know yeah. It's and there's that, re- awesome. there's that sort of recognition within that kind of, you know, your peer group and that kind of community that you actually made the effort to buy that thing. Like you say, now you can go to a lot of stores and buy Bape and BBC and stuff like that. But back then, like oh, no. in the UK, you know, we had like one Bape store for a while. Um, I used to get most of my stuff from uh, from eBay, from like Japan, from Pondon. Mm-hmm. Um, and people in the US and you'd have to like arrange proxies and get stuff oh shipped gosh. and deal with you like import taxes and all that crazy shit and it was like it was a pain in the ass just to get a pair of shoes you know or just to get a hoodie or something and it's, you really it's, went it's through crazy. it to get it and, and, and you did it with no problem I remember walking into the babe store and walking into the babe store like now you can't even walk in there's a line and these kids on there they don't even know how to say the word babe 
but I would you just walk right in and you just say, I want this sweater, I want this sweater, and I want this shirt, and that was it. And you walk out and, you know, you were deemed weirdo or cool, and that was the end of it. Like now, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, that, that, that time, I'm so happy I was able to experience that and not for nothing. So Yeah, for um, sure. And I remember back in the day, last time I was in, like, New York, and this was before the BBC store was there, but you had the Bape store, and we had one in London for a while. And it was just they bought that experience, that slightly strange shopping experience over from obviously Tokyo and Japan where they, where they started. And it was just, it was something completely different. You walk in, it's, you know, minimal clothing on the racks. Mm. You'd have the different sizes as, you know, neon lights. It's very sparse. It was just a completely different experience. And you had like, you know, the tunes, yeah, I think when I was there, in fact, in New York, it was they were playing like Neptune's tracks that day or something. Oh man! And you've kind of got that music in the background that all kind of ties it into the culture. And let me tell just, you, it was the experience of it all. It, that word "experience" is something that. Listen, for those of you listening right now, I need to tell you the first time I walked into four fifty six. That was the address of the BBC store. It was like I'm getting the chills talking about it. Wow. Wait a minute. So this guy is able to survive and this place looks like an ice cream store? Like, clothing stores didn't look like that. And then behind the glass, listen, Penny, behind the glass, you would just see diamonds and dollars just sitting there. Like, what? Like, what is this? Like, what is that? Like, things that people just want to get now and that, you know, that's so hard to find. It was just sitting there like it was nothing. Oh, I'll take the money rolls and, uh, you know, the, the, the dollars and diamonds and just walk out. And you were right, the, the Neptunes was playing, you know, they had all the tracks that they were doing. You were walking in and, and you were seeing people that was just, you know, trying to tell you. Because remember back then, the internet was, it, it was the internet, but it wasn't like how it was now. So a lot of the stuff was secondhand, you know, so people were actually, we actually had to talk people. We actually had to talk to one another to find out what was going on, man. And I kind of miss those days, I'm not going to lie. So Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think you know, there's, there's a great community now. Um there's a lot of new people in the community, but there are some you know, older heads like ourselves as well. But back then, it was it was a really you know tight knit community. Oh yeah. You know, I kind of got into it originally on the the Star Trek forums and stuff, and knew you know lots Taking of people back. from there and stuff. Yeah. And in that, every now and again, I see one of them pop up on one of the the kind of bait groups on Facebook or mm-hmm. BBC groups or whatever it may be, or even. On one of our Instagrams, you know, there's still people that follow us that were kind of involved back then. Um, and it was, yeah, such a small kind of tight community and people would hook stuff up for you. Like I've got a, I've actually just packed it away, but an old Bape catalogue signed by Nigo. Oh, somebody, man. yeah, he, he turned up in the, the London store. He was making an appearance and somebody was like, I'll go get you one and help you out. And you, you don't get that so much these days. Now it's all about buying that shit and flipping it and reselling it and you yeah, know it's it's crazy i mean listen i can't knock anybody for doing what they're doing but it just those times were just it'll never be anything like it so i mean i'm glad i got to experience it i'm glad i got a lot of the stuff and that's another thing a lot you know a lot of the stuff that i got i got from the actual store too as well people are like oh you know where'd you get that today i'm like nah man i actually bought that <laughs> you know in the store you know and that store's not even there anymore they they switched addresses so I passed by there the other day. It's still vacant. We should we should go buy it. <laughs> if I uh, if I do get this trip sorted out and come over in the next sort of few months, we'll uh, we'll go into the city one day and reminisce. Yeah, man, it's it's that one block. It was fashion night out, you know, and and you know, Kid Cudi came through one night, and it was just a lot going on. You know, you would they would block that you know street off. That time will never erase out of my mind man that's that's all i got to say about that so so how did you how did you first get into um the ice creams and the bbc and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be straight up and like i told everyone that asked me this question and it's basically almost similar to the to the answer you got it wasn't the fashion that started first it was the music that is what got me hooked and i want to say that is is what a lot of OG, quote-unquote, answers as well. So I'll never forget it. Um, I had, um, I, was, I was working in a, um, uh, before I bought the company, I was a, uh, I guess you could say almost like a janitor. I was going to school and just cleaning buildings just to get money. You know, I really didn't care what I did. And 
there was a guy that lived in one of the buildings that I used to work in. And I guess he was a part of a record pool. He would just throw out records every month. So me being a startup DJ, I would just take the records. Yes, I started on records. Okay. Um, and for those of you who don't know that a record player does have two speeds, 33 and 45. Anyway, um, I had a, I had a candle near my record player. I don't know why. I was probably trying to, I don't know what I was trying to do. And I spilled the candle on this record and the wax, you know, dried up. It was like, it was like wax on wax. Anyway, it dried up and as I'm scraping it off, I see the name of the record and it said N-E-R-D run to the sun. So I was like, let me just put this record on just to see if it still works. Now, at that time, since it was a record pool, a lot of the stuff was promo. So, you know, it was, um, they were just starting to come out. So this is how early this was. And I put it on, and for some reason, usually a, a 12-inch record plays on 33, and a smaller record plays on 45. But for some reason, it was a reverse. So when I put the bigger record, uh, the, the 12-inch on, I had it on 33, and it sounded like, before you go, I want to talk to you. It was very slow. And for some reason, I thought that's how it was supposed to go. And I'm rocking out. I'm rocking out to this. And it's slow as hell. My brother comes in. He's like, yo, what are you doing? It's supposed to be on 45. I'm like, oh, but it's a 12-inch. He's like, put it on 45. I put it on 45. And then I actually heard Run to the Sun. I'm like, oh, okay. I knew that. Anyway. Um, and once I heard Run to the Sun, I flipped the record over and... On the flip side, it was, am I high? And when I heard that, um, I think it was Push's verse. That was it. I said, whenever this album comes out, I'm buying it. And when I tell you from that moment on, I was hooked. Hooked. And that's how I got, that's how I got into um, the the Pharrell, Neptune, Chad, you know, Shea, N-E-R-D culture. I wasn't collecting shoes at the time because I was still into Jordan. So I was just listening. It wasn't until he started with the, almost like the, can I have it like that? It's when you really started seeing him wearing, you know, the BBC, the front and all that. I'm like, what is this BBC? I keep seeing astronaut suits by BBC. What is this? And I had already sold my Jordans. Done with that. And I see this weird-looking shoe. The first shoe I ever bought was the uh, Boy Flip 1. It was a, a blue silhouette, purple in the front, came with yellow laces. That was my first shoe. I bought that shoe and got so much negativity on it. I'm like, I want more. Because it just brought, you know, any attention is good attention. And it just brought so much attention. And I was just like, wow, I actually like this. Um... So you were actually said, quite, quite late into the game then, if like, you know, the board flip was your first one. Yeah, 100%. And I tell a lot of people that too. I was more into the, because I also play the piano, so I was more listening to Pharrell and, and Chad for their music works. You know, fashion thing, you know, I started working at the DJ company. I really couldn't wear that stuff. So I was like, I'm not going to start doing this stuff again. I already sold my Jordans. I'm not getting back into this. I got to start saving up. So I came really late into the game. And look how much I got. You know, from being, I was real late. Uh, I want to say like three, four years late. Um, even today, you know, a lot of the, my first boutique, I bought like in 2009, 10, you know? So you can still do it. You can do it too. <laughs> every, everything I said was a Pharrell. Yeah, every I'm always going to use a Pharrell gonna, reference. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my thing from now on. If you can drop one in, at least one into every episode, if someone can spot every one of them, We'll sort them out a prize Oof. of some kind. Yes. I actually like that. I'm going to kill this. I got, I got that DJ brain. You know, the girls, they just love my brain. Anyway. <laughs> There's another one for you, folks. There's another one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway. And we're going to do, do an episode a week. And it's, it's, I think we've got about 50 topics lined up. So it's going to be a, a long year of dad-like puns and references from you yeah I, i'm liking that man you know the only thing is you know don't try to run up on my ear you know talking all that raspy i i can't 
I can't do that, man. You know, I want to do regular don't, questions. Don't use them all up now. <laughs> don't use them all I up go, now. I can do this for days. Oh, man. All, all right, right let's, let's move on a little I'm bit. I'll move on. Um, I'll kind of <laughs> talk about uh, how I kind of got into some of the clothing side of things. Yeah, because you have a lot. I'm not going to lie. I was stalking your Instagram page. Well, uh, yeah, there's, yeah, I had a, a lot of uh, requests to, to show all the, the random shit that I've got. So I did a quick Instagram live video the other night while I unpacked my wardrobes to, to get ready to move house. And I counted up, there's like 70 odd pieces now or something, T-shirts and hoodies and mm-hmm. some jeans and jackets and whatnot. Um, that doesn't include like the shoes and things as well. Right. Um, but yeah, I used to have a lot more in fact, but when I moved back from Australia. Um, I stored a lot of stuff with a friend uh, with the intention of getting it shipped back to the UK at a later date. And then when I got round to getting it shipped back, it had all mysteriously gone missing from his office. <gasps> and that was all like season zero to about season oh, four, no. maybe, I think. And there were some gems in there, some absolute gems that like I've never seen anywhere else since. So... That still bugs me to this day. That was like about 10 years ago, oh, maybe. Oh, man, that bugs me. That still hurts. But um, but yeah, anyway, back to the to the point. Um, wow. Yeah, when I was actually seeing... I went to see Pharrell, actually, uh, in London somewhere. And he came out and he was wearing a pair of like OG Diamond and Dollars. I think it was the white, white, red and black pair. Mm-hmm. That's so the most sorry after. Regions, yeah. And I, I was right near the front, and I remember seeing his shoes, and I was like, damn, like, what the fuck are those? those mm-hmm. are, they, look, they look crazy. And like, I couldn't work out what they were. See, they didn't say, like, you know, they didn't have a logo on them, like Adidas or Nike, or they were made by Reebok. There was no Reebok branding on them or yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. So you just couldn't tell what they were. And then it was a few days later, I actually saw, it was in, like, a magazine somewhere. I couldn't tell you what magazine but it was some magazine talking about him starting up BBC and ice cream. Mm-hmm. And he was talking, it was an interview with him, I think, and they were talking about how the shoes were coming out and stuff. And they were going to be made by Reebok and distributed by Reebok. So I was like, oh, damn, they were like, I saw them in real life. They were really dope. I need to try and get a pair of those. Mm-hmm. And the packaging. But the, yeah. But at the time, I didn't realize they were going to be so limited. I thought they would just be like a general release and you'd just be able to get them easy. Mm-hmm. So when they came out, I was like, they're quite pricey. They were like £120 or something like right. that. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to pay that much at the, at the moment. You know, I'll, I'll pick a pair up at some point, you know. And the, the shit's just sold out, man. They sold out, like, almost Penny, immediately. And Let I me went, tell you, I'm going to stop you right there just, gonna, yeah. just to interject real quick. But that is something, I don't know if you're going to write down or I need to write down, but I need to cover that topic like you just said because – if you're listening, viewers, listen to what I'm saying to you. Listen to what he just said. It was sold out back then, you know, and I, it, and and that's when it came out. And that's when no, that's when there was only a tiny group of people that really knew about it. Now there's millions that know about these right. Drugs. And we're ten years later. So, how much do you expect to find? And that's why I really want to educate people because I get a lot of, hey, I want the dollars and diamonds collect green dead stock in a tent. Really? Because so do I. Me too. <laughs> you know, because you're not going to find that. And that's where the education comes in. But I didn't mean to cut you off. But I definitely no, that's wanna... fine. That's fine. But yeah, I, I went up to London kind of maybe a few weeks after they'd come out. And I was like, oh, while I'm up here, I'll, I'll swing by the Reebok store in Covent Garden. Because that was the only place in the UK, I think, that was selling them, that had stock of them. And I went in and I said, oh, have you got any of those, uh, any of the ice creams left? And they were like, Nah, of course we don't. Yeah, we 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 sold out ages ago. They came in and they went out the door basically, and then someone else kind of came in and interjected and was like, "Oh, actually, we we might have a pair out the back. Like, what shoe size are you?" And I was like, "Uh, UK eight. And he was like, "I can have a look," mm-hmm. and he came out and he had a box in his hand and he was like, "We've got one pair left, one pair," and it mm-hmm. was. These were the mini diamond and dollars. So this was like kind of, this might have been actually a little while after the original OG ones, a little bit of time had passed maybe. Um, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll take them. They're, they're like half a size too small or something, but oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll squeeze into right. them, you know. And I didn't try them on, I didn't look at them, nothing. Bought them, mm-hmm. took them home. I maybe wore them, I don't know, once or twice or something. And then thought, actually, I want to just 
keep them and keep them like not dead stock but in a, in a pretty good condition and it was actually only recently when I yeah um, I know where I you're moved, going with this too <laughs> I moved into this apart I think it was this apartment here and they were stored in my mum's loft in the UK so I got my mum to ship over a load of stuff to me which had been sat in her loft for ages and that included clothes and shoes and whatnot a few pairs of ice creams actually and this pair turned up and I was like brilliant i'm going to see if i can still fit into them i'll try and wear them and i opened them and actually decided to look at them and check them properly and it was at that point that i realized they were the only pair left in the Reebok store 10 years ago mm-hmm. because they're actually a completely mismatched pair and one is a one is a i think a seven and a half and one is a six and a half and they both got like slightly different numbers because they're out of Mm. What were those ones? Three and a half thousand, five and a half thousand, yeah, something. Uh, they were, I think they were like uh, 50, 55, maybe yeah. 5,000. Yeah, and these are kind of supposed slightly different numbers because they're different sizes. So they're a misma- they're mismatched pair. Um, and one of them doesn't fit properly. One of them is like a size smaller than the other. Um, so now, yeah, they're, they're still just sat in the box. And I thought about selling them recently, but... Man. Because they're mismatches, yeah, it's hard to sell. And if someone's going to buy them, they're probably not going to buy them because they're going to wear them. So I thought, fuck it, I'll just I'll keep them. And when I move house in a few days, I might actually get some nice kind of cabinet or shelving unit. Yeah, and display them. Just display them in some kind of way. Yeah, it's crazy that you um for every shoe, I think I'm touching around seven hundred right now. And for every shoe, I can tell you there's a story. And I'm going to tell you a quick story about by, by far the most shoe that is that I get inquiries on is the brown and pink Colette um, Diamonds and Dollars, which I'm sorry, I don't see it. I, I wouldn't even put that in my top 10. I'm sorry. You know, that is my, um, that is my ultimate grail, that one. I love it, that colorway. I love the brown and the pink together. There's a huge sneaker collector. Uh, he goes by the name Mayor on Instagram. He has a lot of shoes, about 3,000. And he always says, you know, I hate collectors that just like, you know, they, when they list their top five shoes, it always has to be something exclusive. Like, if you know me, my top ice cream is the all yellow board flip two. Like, that is $29.99 all day, every day, or, you know, on a shelf when I bought it. And I thought it was the best shoe. But anyway, um, uh, quick story about one of the dollars and diamonds that I have. Uh, so the most sought out one I have is size nine, all white, thousand diamonds, dead stock. I'm gonna tell you how I got this. Um, I had met a guy that I was talking to um, about uh, the ice cream sneakers, and he told me he was like, "Listen, I uh, I have this pair. Uh, it's a size nine. I know it's your size. I want to offer it to you." So I said, "Okay, um, what is it?" He was like, "Oh, they're like white with diamonds." And I'm thinking he's talking about you know the small thousand diamonds. I'm like, "All right, cool." So he comes out and he goes, oh, it's these. And I, was, I looked at him like, yo, dude, I don't want to take advantage of you right now, but you know what's, what you have? He was like, yeah, but I'm going to hook you up with them because the other one is a display piece. So we'll give you some money off. Put it this I'm not going to tell you what I got them for, but I got those size nine white dollars and diamonds for cheaper than what retail was. 10 years ago dead stock there was a smudge on the because one of them he had as display and there was a smudge on it um and that's how i got my white size nine dollars and diamonds um and going back to your story every shoe that i have um has this almost similar story like that it's crazy when you really start looking at some of these shoes you're like damn i didn't notice this the first time you know, I have one pair of money rolls um, where I think, like I said, I get my numbers messed up, but I think the um, the total number is 5,500, but I have one that says 5,501. It's like a, it's like a defect, you know, you know, kids say, oh, it's fake, but anyway, you know, it's, it's a defect and it's crazy because it's like, hmm, this one's a size nine and a half, but the other one's a nine. Should I get rid of it? No, I'm just going to keep it. You never know, you know? So some stuff like that is can almost be um, unique in a way. I I buy it from you, but I'm not. But I would. <laughs> and I think last uh, we re- we recorded this episode a little while back. Actually, <clears throat> we had some technical issues. But I think during that recording, you told me how much you got those uh, 
D&D's for and I think I, I gasped and I don't want you to, to say that price again and it, make me feel sad about my life. <laughs> it is, you know, people ask me all the time, what's the most expensive stuff? You know, shoe, a shoe is only worth what somebody's going to pay for it. You know, I can go to, I can go to, you know, my mom and be like, hey, my, here's a pair of uh, silver, you know, BWS dead stock. She'd be like, all right, what is this? And she'll throw it out. I can go to other people and they say, you know what? I'll give you two thousand for it. You know, those are also some rare joints, but we'll take, we'll go to that later. We'll talk to oh, that yeah. stuff about that stuff later because that's I can really go in on that, and you know it. And we're going to be a force to be reckoned with, man. I'll give you some quick breaking news. Um, those waiting on the new NERD album, you will be very happy. Uh, one of the other songs, the the song called One Thousand, has just been uh, released on iTunes, and I assume. Oh. Elsewhere as well, so they're obviously. It says here the whole album isn't yet available, but the, that one song is. Mm. So if you've pre-ordered the album, uh, as I have, and I've paid a small fortune to have it on every format possible, like the idiot I am. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting go, for that. Don't do it. You can that that joint sounds that official. I purposely, when they did the listening party at Complex Con, I don't know if you can call it a listening party, but whatever you want to call it, I purposely avoided sitting there and watching the whole thing end to end. Mm. I've caught snippets of songs and little bits and pieces here and there, but I've purposely tried to avoid it just so when that album drops, I can just put my headphones on and just sit there in silence and just listen to it end to end and not have any preconceptions or anything like that. Because especially when you listen to something live in an environment like that, it never sounds like it's going to sound on the album as well. Oh, 100%. So, so I've I've avoided it so far, but I'll be giving this a proper listen as soon as we've uh, finished recording here. What do you think of the song "Lemon"? I like it. It does sound like a song that's from 2015. Um, yes, as they've alluded to recently, and I, th- I think he even said in a complex con interview that they originally did it in 2014, 2015. It does have that sound to it, but I like mm. the fact they realised that it was actually a good song. They've kept it to one side and they've kind of reworked it slightly and bought it back. Um, I like both versions of it. In fact, if you if you go on Apple Music and probably on Spotify and stuff as well, you can get like the non-Rihanna version yep. and then there's obviously the video Rihanna version as well. That's the first one I heard, to be honest yeah. with you. And, uh, and when I heard Rihanna, I'm like, is this a remix or something? You know, mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Um, and I, I think they're both good versions. The Rihanna, if you haven't heard both, like the Rihanna version is just basically a copy of the original Pharrell verse with some mm-hmm. a few tweaks here and there lyrically. But um, but yeah, they they both sound good. It it goes pretty hard. It's it's not a bad track. I wouldn't say it's a favorite of mine or it's one of the best right. or anything. But it's a fairly solid, you know, single release. To you know, a lot of, of people are saying that oh, that's this is not nerd, you know. You got to go back to the the olden days, and this is something we were touching upon before. Like those days are those days, you know. Listen, I I get that. For us, it may not sound like a, an in search of or fly or die. I understand why they had to do it. I mean, you got to keep up with the times. You know, you see a lot of the featuring now. Before, a lot of the songs were just nerd. Now you're getting features. You know, Kendrick Lamar and, and Rihanna. You know, that's things that you have to. I guess you have to kind of do to keep up with the with the trend. You know, it's it's almost like um, I'm a huge fan. I'm sorry, even bigger than Pharrell, of this group called Jamiroquai, and it's the same thing with them. You know, back in the day, they were singing about saving the earth, and it was all instruments, and it was like we don't use any electronics. You know, but they ain't saying that now. You know, now they're driving their Ferraris, polluting the air. You know, so it's you got to keep up with the times. Shout out to Jamiroquai. Shout out J.K. Show. His car collection is almost as obscene as your shoe collection. Let me let me tell you. I know this is the others podcast, but yo, Jamiroquai is the truth. Straight. We can do a we can do uh, a Jamiroquai one one day as well. I grew oh up on Jamiroquai gosh, too, yo. so I have been into Jamiroquai before I even knew what a, what a fly or die was. You know, I was a space cowboy a long time ago. So. I bet you there's a lot of people listening to this now that will not get that reference. But, yeah. Uh, but go, <laughs> I know you go, go look it up. Go look it up. If you really value your music and 
yeah, you. I think you will appreciate some uh, some old Jamiroquai stuff. Oh, Return to Space Cowboy! Y'all gotta get on that ASAP, Rocky, right now. That that album was fire, for sure. Let's um quickly talk about um like BBC stuff as well. While we're we've done kind of the shoes and the ice creams already. But let me ask you: How do you how do you see it going right now? Like, what is your opinion on it? Not let's say you knew nothing about the past. Like you didn't know a thing about it. If you walked into the store, what would you say about their clothing? That's a tough one. Because um, you have a lot of stuff, but so I, I know it's going to be hard for you. But like, what would you say about it? I would say it's... Again, it depends what store you talk about because the way the business works at the moment, and we kind of mentioned this briefly earlier, is each of the kind of three main areas, so New York, London, Tokyo... They kind of have carte blanche to to do what they want in terms of designs and what they what they push out. And they cross-collaborate and they move stuff around, but they do a lot of their own stuff. So if you walk into the US store, it's a completely different experience and completely mm-hmm. different clothing line to if you walk into the London store or the Tokyo that is, that is store. True. So it's really different. I think the US store is um slightly conservative isn't the right word but more kind of in line with general kind of fashion trends i think Mm -hmm. whereas if you go to the uk one you know especially recently um shout out uh joe and ross that are doing a lot of the designs and stuff there at the moment a lot of them are kind of very out there they're very different they're using a lot of um they've recently brought back the the space beach camo which i really love um, all over prints of that, um, the the checkered stuff which came out recently. I'm not a big fan of that design, but that's kind of popular right. over in, mm-hmm. in Europe and in the UK at the moment. Um, these kind of weird all over um, pop logo kind of tees and stuff with the car crashes mm-hmm. and the, the neon and stuff. Um, th- there's a lot of kind of different stuff. There's a, there's a really good mixture in the EU store. So it, it depends where you went into, but I think they, they generally follow what what's going on elsewhere in the kind of fashion and popular culture world at the moment in terms of you know, the brands that are kind of hot at the moment. Um, but I think if I walked into a store now not knowing anything about BBC or ice cream, I would still be you would still, interested. I would still really like a lot of the designs. Um, that that's, sounds fair. Um, I, would, I would say I agree with that. Yeah, and if you, if you look at the overall kind of collection across the different stores, you would have something that suits your taste anyway. There's such a kind of mixture that they have. Let me ask you, um, I think that the way you answered that was perfect. I think a lot of the times when people say they're not, you know, how they used to be, well, nothing is going to be how it used to be. You know, you're not going to be how you were five minutes ago. Um, so I think when people need to, you know, when they start comparing, they need to just drop the past and look at it right now, you know. The, the way you answered that was awesome. You know, what do you think about the, the new... Now, I'm only getting back to the shoes because that's what I know about. Um, what do you think about the Pharrell, you know, shoes? Not judging from the past, I think they're great. I think the human race are cool. I think the HU, the HU 2.0, I think that's the best shoe of the year right now. I'm sorry. I, that shoe is ridiculous. Um, I think they're doing a great job at it. You know, some of the shoes definitely did suck, you know. Um, the uh, Super Sculpt and what was the other one? Um, that was like super, not super color. It was a the shell toe super, ones with like the yeah, like anime super stuff ugly, and whatever it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know what? I think that's a fair answer. I think you. Uh, I think. But you it's, the, that. it's the same with any brand and any musician or anything. You know, the times change. Their their own work evolves. Creativity evolves and changes. Influences evolve and change. And you know, there, there's some of that stuff that we look at and think that wasn't a very good time for the shoes or the brand or the clothing. But there are mm-hmm. other people out there that do actually like that, which is why it got made in the first place. Yeah, that's, that's also, you, you, you know, you're spot on with the, uh, I think it's the, uh, I think it's the year that, the decade we were born. Anybody that was like, are you, are you 80s baby, Penny? 82, yeah. I'm 83, yeah, I think that's the, that's the general, we make sense. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> you early 80s yeah you, we all make sense man after 95 I don't know what happened fucking Sorry, crazy kids and their crazy fashions <laughs> nowadays <laughs> like why is he wearing a purse I don't know what's going on right now but anyway 
But yeah, but yeah. Um, so you don't have an awful lot of BBC, but did you get into BBC as well when you started like discovering the ice cream stuff? I did. I have a ton of t-shirts. Um, like I said, being right now, I'm just I'm dressed down. But having the career that I have for seven days, I was dressing in a three piece. I really had no use to wear. We would go out with my friends, and I'd be the only one dressed with a tie. Like, Travis, what are you, what are you doing right now? I go, this is really all I have. That's really all I had. So I really didn't get into the the, the clothing a lot. Um, I do have a lot of T-shirts, but that's where it stops. I didn't wear jeans. Like I said, I couldn't wear it to work. You know, and that's why for a long time my ice cream collection was on was was frozen because I just couldn't I couldn't do anything with it. So um, if I can go back in time, I would definitely want to kind of just get more into the because the jackets some of those jackets i'm just like oh my god like yo man can i have it like that gosh damn like that's amazing i was that that another one (laughs) and yeah as we go through as we start doing these podcasts more and more over the next kind of few weeks i need to find some kind of what's the word i'm looking for some kind of indication is that you've made some kind of reference or reference pun of some kind of yeah ding every time you uh you make one in the background i can edit that in afterwards yes <laughs> yes i don't know if i can if i want to spend that much time editing but we'll, we'll see we'll see wow that's well you know what if you if you put the ding in then and it would obviously know. be it would be a neptune's kind of Ding or yeah, a, we have to have a kind of thing, something like that. I should have my keyboard in here. That that should be another podcast. I should break down some of. The, oh, and let me tell you something. I know we haven't touched upon it, but the the music is. I am a piano player, and I will tell you right now. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, "How did this guy come up with this? How did they come up with this? Like how? Like I, like." I put them, I'm sorry, I put them amongst the range of Quincy Jones, Stevie Wonder, you know, Elton John. Like, how did you, what? What is this? Like, like I love you. Like, what? What? For sure. What? They, they are up there. And they're, a, like I love you, and like, that album Justified is another album I wow. go back to quite a lot. And it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a really weird album because it has that, Timberlake and sync pop uh-huh. kind of side, but then from the other side, if you're like a Neptune's fan or a you know, Timberland fan as well, who's on the, on the album, those beats are ridiculous. But also, you look at the kind of the whole package and mm-hmm. how it was made and what they did with like Timberlake as an artist. You know, they turned him from a teeny bopping, bad blonde haircut having pretty annoying pop star with no real credibility well he sold a lot of records obviously but that made his career they, they they turned him into like a bona fide r&b star that appealed to like everybody that career put him excuse me that that album put his career on the map yeah he, he certainly wouldn't be anywhere near where he is now without that album and just so you know, and letting all the listeners know, a lot of the times when I talk to my uh, my music buddies, sometimes you know they ask me. We we always talk about chords. Chords, and that's going to be another podcast. Pharrell's chords, Chad's chords, but they ask me, you know, what is your favorite chord progression? And hands down, it's in a class of its own. There's a song on the um, on the um, on Justin Timberlake's first album. It's called. Um, uh, take it from here. It's like a slower song, but the breakdown, the bridge, like give me one reason. Anyway, that that chord progression is by far the best chord progression, in my opinion, that has ever touched any album, any song, any bridge. That one breakdown, it's four chords, and it is phenomenal. I play it all, all the time, and. Just so you guys also know, that one chord progression, we'll touch upon this later, is used in 10 other Pharrell songs that you probably didn't even know, but it's the same chord progression and just the way that Pharrell makes it sound and is like, yo, that's from another song, but he 
you know, the average listener would never put that together. But yeah, man, we have a lot of tough stuff to talk about. As, as I'm going, kind of, I'm, I'm writing all this stuff down. Yeah, my phone. we've got a, we've got a nice list of, as I say, about fifty odd uh, items to discuss as we kind of progress. And I do think there's a there's a couple of Timberlake uh, videos and tracks in that list as well. So Oof. we'll be sure to be talking about the album and about other songs on there and all that good stuff. I am ready to go, man. This is uh, this is going to be fun, man. And I, hopefully, we get a lot of positive feedback on this. Like I said, we're just here to just kind of, you know, the whole thing with the others is we're just we're all the same. You know, we we'll all have basically the same mind. I will say that I haven't experienced a lot of negativity with anybody that's contacted me. It's always been positivity. Your collection looks awesome. We love what you're doing. And I know you. I'm gonna speak for myself. I want everyone to kind of be included in this. You know, just because it's right now, I feel like in the world, we just need that straight up. Nobody's better than anybody. We kind of just need that. So that's what I'm trying to embody with the others. It's just, you know, we're going to just have us weirdos kind of just stick together. And, you know, we'll, we'll do our thing. And that's really it. So, yeah, for sure. And, you know, while it's us two here every week doing this chatting shit, we do want other people from the community involved. So like I mentioned earlier, you know, if you have ideas, suggestions, topics, questions, then like send me a DM or you a DM or to our um, actual podcast page at others podcast. Just send yeah. us a message. We'll like make a note of it. We'll write it down. We'll try and address it. It might not be immediately because it may tie in with something we've got planned in the coming weeks or months. Mm-hmm. But we'll um, we'll try and address everything that we get. And again, like if anyone out there, if anyone's like a, you know, they think they're a super fan, they love chatting, um, Neptunes, NERD, BBC, Ice Cream, then again, get in touch and um, you're more than welcome to join us on the podcast and and chat shit with us as well. Uh, Listen, uh, Penny, I can't thank you enough, man, for for, for doing this, man. This is is really awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Make sure that you go follow the Instagram pages. Um, and if you guys have any questions, like I said, you can reach out to us, uh, directly through Instagram, uh, or on King of Creams or Penny's personal page. Definitely. I don't know if you want people reaching out to you in your personal, but if you take a look at his personal page, he'll, he'll tell you the, I know he just changed it, but he has a lot of gear on there. I'm not gonna lie. Last night, just to let you know, I'm trying to do something, uh, like a trailer for this. So I had to get a picture of you. I don't know if you want to just send it to me. So I'm like looking, I'm looking and I'm just, like whoa, I never really divulged into like look. Well, he has a lot of stuff in right now, so definitely go check it out, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. Um, but yeah, you you are welcome to message me on my personal page, which is now Steve R Penny, S T E V E R P E N N Y. As I say, we've got the um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook account for the podcast itself, which is Others Podcast, Others with a Z. Um, Because that's how the cool kids spell it these days. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And where can people find you? All right. So you're going to go to, it's going to be King of Creams. That's with a Z because that's how the cool kids say it today. That's (laughs) C-R-E-A-M-Z. All right. You can definitely check that out. Also, um, my ice cream reference page um, that I'm trying to build up right now. I'm just taking a lot of pictures. It's going to be ice creams same thing c-r-e-a-m-z 101 and that's both on instagram all right so that's why i can be reached if you need anything please hit me up i do take a while to uh kind of get back to things but i definitely will get back to you guys good stuff and also um we will try and put together some show notes for um following episodes of this maybe not this one itself but um in the future when we talk about certain videos and items and whatever it may be um I'll do show notes and references and stuff. So there will probably be on my website unless we sort something else out. But that that still comes under otherspodcast.com and we'll set up a page there um, and that will have both links to where you can download this podcast, where you can listen to it, as well as all the links out to the things, different things we talk about. I'm I'm ready to go, man. I I appreciate this and... As we as we move on, I'm gonna have like so much so much more to to, to kind of just bring out there because even right now things that we talked about I must have wrote 
like ten other topics down. So I'll show you the uh, I'll show you the list that I got. Everyone, if you're out there, you're listening. We want to thank you everybody for their support. Uh, once again, it's King of Creams with a Z. Um, hit me up anytime, guys. I would I would love to just be a part of any questions or anything that you want to want to want to answer. Just definitely let me know. Yes, yeah, so definitely. Um, reach out to us. Get in touch with us. Um, we're going to work on the podcast and all of our topics and stuff throughout December. Uh, we'll get Christmas and New Year out of the way. And then come January, hopefully we'll start knocking out these podcasts on a semi-regular basis, let's say. Ideally weekly, but we're not going to guarantee that right now. But um, they'll be coming every now and again. So, yeah, keep an eye on all the social media, and you'll see whenever we post new stuff, basically. I'm definitely down. Like I said, if you you want to follow, it's Others with a Z podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button, and you'll find out all the information about upcoming podcast i'm going to be posting some pictures of uh some things that people ask me a lot on the king of creams i'm going to kind of divert it over we want some traffic so make sure you hit that follow button definitely do that well that's it uh for now as i say i am steve penny follow me at steve r penny he is david travis all the way from new york mr at king of creams with a z with a z a z as we say (laughs) in proper english But yeah, get in touch and uh, we will speak to you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. Take care.